welcome to the sixth episode of the Odafest podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Alexis. And I'm Alfred. So much news today. Uh, we've got uh, next-gen next consoles. We've got some movie trailers and basic gaming stuff, uh, gaming trailers as well, and maybe some Final Fantasy discussion if we can fit that in because that's uh, some pretty major stuff, especially for Alexis, I think. Yeah, I'm a big Square Enix fan. Yeah. Uh, before we get too ahead of ourselves, uh, I want to start off by saying thank you f- to our first ever sponsor. Uh, that's not Odafest. Holy crap. Which is uh, Mithril Wigs. Um, and we'll be telling you guys a little uh, more about them later. Um, but yes, they've decided to help us out and get their name out there. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about them a little bit later in the podcast. So we can we can kind of stop patting ourselves on the back. and Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by... The convention, the convention the name of the us. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on up. Moving uh, on up. <laughs> okay, um, anyways. Uh, moving on to actual Odafest news and announcements. Uh, we are happy to report that uh, we have more guests. Yay! Yay! Uh, speaking of guests, though, one of our uh, one of our guests that we've already announced actually gave us a shout out on her uh, latest video. I don't know if you oh, saw. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, like Ali Speed uh, on. That was Ali Speed. Yeah, Ali Speed on. She's uh, pretty chill. Oh, she's she's yeah. Like she, I really like watching her videos. Yeah. Like yeah. And her brother um, does like a lot of the, a lot of gaming as well. He yeah, I think he streams on Twitch. Twitch. Streaming, yeah, so yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Anyways, yeah. So that was kind of fun. But uh, for new guest announcements, though, we are very new very guests. happy to announce that Navishin is returning. They're to old Odafest. guests. They're old guests, but they're also new. They're um, awesome, actually. They are awesome. And Abishin and his glorious Afro are returning to uh, Yeah, I'm so Odafest. glad. If you weren't able to make it to uh, Nabishin's panel at Odafest 15, uh, 2015, he has several panels because he's an anime director, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he has legitimately some of the most entertaining content you will ever see mm, also but you may have to be over 18 commu- yeah <laughs> they're also a little bizarre yeah. um I, I can probably say this like on air but yeah. like uh he um You're going to yeah no no he uh it was really funny because we actually had to hold off on announcing him for a while because uh he apparently didn't have a, a good enough picture for his publicity page Ah uh, yes, yeah. Because uh, he actually told us to, to delay the announcement because his uh, he didn't he couldn't take a picture of himself when his afro was wasn't glorious enough. <laughs> in his own words, <laughs> yo, you, you gotta wonderful. you gotta maintain. You gotta. It's all about the landscaping. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah exactly. Um, so Navishin is is a guest from 2015, and he's coming back. But we also have another guest from Odafest 2015 also returning to uh, to 2016 this year, and that's Yumi Akai. Uh, aka Anna Cantabella Shiva. She is, uh, you don't remember, we had a cosplayer, uh, a cosplay guest from Spain visit us, and she was actually one of our first European guests. I yeah, think, I think right? she was the first European guest. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so she's known for her uh, Black Butler cosplay from Ram, uh, like Ramel from Black Butler, uh, her Urza Scarlet, and her Ari Ayase from Love Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, look forward to her and uh, Navishin. Well, he's known, of course, for Excel Saga. He, are you guys old school anime fans? Yeah, yeah. yeah Excel Saga is pretty old school, and I'm all up in that shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of new credits as well. But yeah, I mean, like, like no he's known well, for. Well, Hayate the Combat Butler. He actually made yeah. a cameo in that show as well, and he yeah. was involved with the uh, the, the production. He but does yeah. a lot of stuff. He uh, does a lot of cameos. He's not just stuff that he does. Yeah, he's got cameos because uh, he's kind of like a legend in that he, way. He's kind of a self insert type character. Yeah, and, yeah. He, like um, in Excel Saga, he he was literally the coolest man in the world. Basically, yeah, is what he was credited yeah. as. It's kind of like the Japanese version of the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> right? Except uh, he's got an afro and wears a red suit. Yeah. Anyways, Which uh, is way more interesting. Uh, um, speaking of cons coming up, though, uh, so we just returned from SoccerCon a couple of weeks ago, and it was uh, awesome. It was awesome, and, but we do have another local con coming up, and that's of course Calgary Comic Entertainment. That's Expo. just some little thing, though. I don't know. It's just some little thing. It's not that big of a deal. But <laughs> I've only heard that they only pull in like maybe a few, fifty thousand, like, sixty thousand. Yeah, I don't know. a few dozen thousand. You know, only whatever, a, only so. a tenth of the population in Calgary goes to that con. <laughs> I don't know I don't what you're know. talking about. Um, anyways, uh, so that'll be between uh, April twenty eighth and May first. Uh, mm-hmm. We will have a table uh, at Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. Uh, we'll we be also, near the guests. We will be near the guests. Uh, you should buy your early bird pass in person to save on the service fee. Uh, we will waive that for you if you buy your pass right at the table. Passes will be $55 uh, at the table. At the door will be 60 So, yeah, you get to save a bit of money. Pins will also be available for trade and purchase. Uh, and we do have exclusive uh, Calgary Expo pins on the way, too, if you're into pin trading, which... From why shouldn't you be? Which why shouldn't you be? Right, we like taking your money. Yeah, 
Please and, donate. Uh, we like giving you shiny <laughs> things. So yeah, shiny. Um, uh, that just about does it for for. Yeah, a lot, pretty much of the Odafest stuff. I mean, uh, we're actually coming up pretty quickly. A lot of people don't really realize, but we're only about seventy days out. Oh, trust oh me, the, the the staff is really yeah, like right now. Like, we we I'm, definitely I'm understand, nervous, but yeah. I mean, like you know, for the cosplayers, for our attendees. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, July is July. But really, <clears throat> that's not that far off anymore. Um, yeah, it really isn't. Now that I think about the fact that I haven't started my costume. Yeah. I, oh. I only <laughs> just put in uh, our podcast uh, panel application is put in. We apply to. Oh, so if you panels. guys have I keep forgetting about oh, I, I have to apply for panels. Too. Yeah, if you guys have panel applications, you need to put those if, in. If any SuruCon staff are listening right now, I apologize profusely. Yeah, I'm for really sorry. I'm working on it, okay? Uh, I, I was going to submit one for SuruCon and just life got in the way. I totally forgot. Yes, I'm here. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I have sucks having a say. life. It sucks actually having a Whoa, life. Whoa, stop bragging. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, what a jerk. <laughs> well, I, too many video games and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Uh, speaking of video games, though. Uh, we have... Oh, okay. So, the next generation is coming out. Uh, it's oh, going to oh, be coming no, out no, in the no, next no, couple no, years. Okay, all right. Like, That's how I feel. Next couple of years. Okay, well, the idea with the PS4 and with the Xbox One was to kind of really, you know, um, limit the length of this particular console cycle yeah right because what the the 360 and the ps3 lasted about eight nine years yeah yeah about that much which is probably the longest console cycle ever yeah right if we're talking about history for modern for modern i would Um, say there was a good there was a good while between the super nintendo and the n64 uh yeah super nintendo was like what 90 90, i'll look it up yeah i'll look it up (laughs) it's very safe sorry but it was like i want to say like uh like 91 to 96 yeah i want to say about that was because the super nintendo was definitely out in the 90s sorry the n64 was definitely out 96 uh which is about like five years right so yeah i I think um anyways 1990 1990 yeah so about six years so yeah like honestly eight years for console cycle is pretty insane so i i think you're right but what we're going to talk about isn't next gen per se i don't know well the nx is nintendo nx for those who are uninitiated into the new um basically the new uh generation of consoles is the code name for nintendo's next uh console that's probably not the wii related kind of thing yeah um because the wii hasn't really the wii u specifically the wii u specifically has yeah. not been doing so well like i personally think they have pretty decent games and some well, decent the, the hardware but they're not console. they're just not the same they're not as solid as the ps4 or the Xbox One. Well, like, no. Okay, the thing about Nintendo, though, is that they're very much first party, right? And second yep. party. So um, the lineup to me is very solid, but it's almost like a Dreamcast situation where you have a console that's beloved by people who own it, right? But like uh, like outside the main, like outside of that hardcore niche, right? Like the mainstream is, is kind of ignores it. Yeah. Right? It, it probably got a little bit too niche, probably yeah. this, this turnaround. Like the Wii U... Uh, got really like did really well because it had a foothold uh it, it came out first and it had technology no one really had used in their own homes before mm-hmm. um and we're seeing that now with vr but i have a feeling um that nintendo is going to buck the trend again but maybe not yeah, actually, in that same way i don't feel like they're going to go with vr I, I keep hearing the nx actually is like sort of shrouded in a mystery like a lot of people aren't sure what the gimmick entails right well I it say, might be I a say, really traditional console yeah i say gimmick as like as if it's a bad thing but it's like you, you know what like i had fun with the wii i had fun with the wii u in terms of like the touchpad and stuff but i mean like you're right they're gonna buck the trend again and it's uh it's just a question of how yeah so yeah but um uh from what i hear though the law the rumors say that it's gonna combine the whole like handheld and a home console platforms yeah like one of the big things yeah yeah, one of the big things is they're talking about is uh have you heard like no go ahead is mostly like um so obviously like nintendo one of nintendo's biggest strongholds is handheld gaming yeah. yeah um they're moving into some mobile stuff too which is really just an awesome <laughs> <Me Tomo. laughs> hey hey don't does, diss it <laughs> does that actually okay honestly me is me tomo worth the space on my phone it's fun it's enough. worth disclosing all of your personal information online for yeah, no reason that, <laughs> yeah yeah if you like if all i'm saying is if your like secret answer questions to your passwords are like 
what was the name of your first dog? If someone adds you on Meantomo, they'll have all your information. Like, what, like the, it only sh- stops short of asking you, like, what your was your credit fir- card information? Yeah. Like, well, no, it does because oh, it has it, it does have in-app purchases. Oh but like, because for anyone who doesn't know, uh, sorry, this is like an offshoot of no talk, talk about, about Meantomo definitely. It's, it's but fun with to Meantomo, talk about. it's like I've been on it for probably about. Only about five or six days. It's Nintendo's social media. Yeah, it's Nintendo's social media. If Nintendo made Facebook, this is exactly what they would make. And it's not terrifying. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is like, instead of like, you know, Facebook relies on you to like, want to tell other people about your lives on on your own time. Like, like, oh, yeah, I just got a new car, blah, blah, blah. No, Mitomo is all like. What did you eat for dinner? <laughs> or like, how yeah. much? No, no. One it, of the weirdest almost, questions. Yeah. One of the weirdest questions I was asked recently was, how? Like, what is the fruit that you've eaten the most over your lifetime? What <laughs> the hell? <laughs> That's an actual like, Nintendo question. What are you going to do with that information? <laughs> how am I supposed to know? But I usually, because like that question is really vague, I answered with like, do you mean by volume or by pieces eaten? <laughs> like. But oh, have I, I like I'll eat a whole apple more often than I eat an entire <laughs> fucking watermelon. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, the thing is though, all I see from me Tomo are these like stupid and horrific images that come <laughs> yeah. out of it. Like oh, I don't know we? what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm using it and it's wonderful. Yeah, I have know. no idea what you're talking about, but I <laughs> I certainly have not engaged in any of that debauchery because I am a high class citizen of the internet. Uh, wow, that sound that made me sound like I wore a fedora right now. Um, well, so you were yeah. actually very sharply dressed today. What's the occasion, if I may ask? Oh, actually, I actually had a I had a suit um, pickup to go do and try on and everything like that. I just oh, got a custom suit. okay, got it. Uh, some of our friends at Oda that, that is good timing. I was like, you put on like a vest and a tie yeah. just to podcast with us. <laughs> yeah, you're in a plaid shirt yeah, and some and gray jeans, jeans and, and I'm in like a woolly sweater. Wool yoga pants. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, no, it's because uh, I had to go pick up a suit today um, because I got a custom fit for a couple of friends' weddings that we're going to this year, I think. Everyone's getting married. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Good for, good for them. Good for them. I feel, (laughs) I feel, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I feel. Anyways, uh, (laughs) gaming, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Um, Back to the Nintendo discussion. It's just that, like, with the whole, uh handheld plus console designation that the NX might be mm-hmm. d- diving into. It's pretty clear that they're trying to um, establish like just how strong their handhelds are. And then the console, I don't think the console will be an afterthought. No, it's but the, I think they want to work like that hardware needs to work really like it needs to be powerful. It needs, it needs to, to work in conjunction with, with, the, with the like handheld, a 3DS yeah. or um, whatever handheld option they're going to give you because you can still like, the Wii U is already kind of like that because you can play games without your TV on the Wii U. Yeah, game actually, pad. like I don't play on like my Wii U quite a bit. Like it's it's mostly my brother who plays on it, but like he he never it's almost never hooked up to a TV. Yeah, same ever. with my siblings. Yeah, it's and like, it's kind of nice that way. I mean, it's yeah. like playing mobile game while you're watching Netflix or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see exactly where they're moving into. With the Wii U is, uh, I can see where they failed with, with the Wii U there. Yeah. Um, but you can really, only the Wii U that. is almost like a marketing thing, though. It's like okay, you you your previous console was called the Wii, yeah. right? And then you call it the Wii U, and like it's not like Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. It's first coming from Nintendo. Exactly. It's, it's like it, Wii and Wii U. Yeah. They should get back. They should get back to <laughs> like a Super Wii or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Super Wii is our look. The Wii already had enough yeah, names, okay, jokes. jokes and stuff about it. So yeah, I don't think so. Did, so did the Wii U. Like, yeah, the Wii U got some flack too. No, so. but I mean, like, okay, um, it, it it was kind of to me, it's almost a marketing failure because like, yeah. you, uh, the Wii was kind of marketed towards kids and families, right? Yeah, and. You know, when he's like, I guess that's why they stuck with the name. But now you're confusing people who are not normally video game literate, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, is this an upgrade to the Wii? Do I need the Wii to use the Wii U? Is it like, yeah. yeah. To the average person, it's kind of confusing, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to talk a little bit more about the NX and some of the rumors that came out. Yeah, um, there's a lot. <laughs> first of all, uh, there's some. There's been a lot of like, fa- like I think the hype for this is kind of. I think it's a little bit subdued, but I also think it's pretty heavy. Like it, it, it comes in both varieties. Like yeah. there's not a lot of chatter about it because they've been really secretive about there's it. There's some but skepticism. On the other hand, there the has thing. been some, yeah. Like there's been skepticism because of the previous generation. Right. But I also feel like 
there's been some really like people want to be the first to get news out on this because mm-hmm. of that secrecy. Um, they've been talking about like um, how strong it's going to be. Like they've been saying it's going to be stronger right. than it's, the PS4. It's going to be more powerful than the PS4, um, which, which, which is actually like, it's a three-year-old I, console. Which so it should be a little bit more powerful. And actually, than that, when but, it was released, it was kind of like middle of the road as well, right? Yeah. Like, um, it, it wasn't like when the, when the PS3 was released, right? It, it was, was supposed to be pretty underwhelming. For, well, sorry, when the PS3 the was released, it was it was sort of like like a high end, yeah, like PC. And then now, like when the PS4 was released, it was sort of like a middle of the road PC, yeah, right. Which is why it's so affordable, right? But it had other things that allowed you to actually program and optimize games on it. Versus like the NX, from what I hear, right? Like you're right, it's going to be more powerful than the PS4, more mm-hmm. more kin to line. Of it's going to be robust, like a high okay. end, like a high end PC. Yeah. Um, and then there, so one of the big questions recently was whether it was going to retain like. Um, backwards compatibility with Wii and Wii U games. Yeah. Um, so it I turns out that there's uh, there's been a leak recently. It was on Reddit, and it was basically like um, they're going to act, some of the launch titles. Yeah. Have been well. Again, this is a rumor, so it can't be confirmed yet. But some of the launch titles are confirmed to be uh, basically Wii U titles as well. Interesting. Like they were not like not like how Twilight Princess was for the. We and the GameCube. Yeah. It was. It's more like they want to uh, reinforce like the strength of some games, like um, Smash Bros. Having like eight player multiplayer and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, I see. And they're changing okay. up. One of the main things it's is almost for like sure HD remasters. They want to yeah. change up the online system. They don't want to do friend codes anymore. Yeah, they want yeah, to have yeah. more legit, more realistic, up to date online systems. That's, because that's one of the biggest mm, weaknesses. It is, but that's yeah. kind of op- not that's kind of optimistic for Nintendo, though, to expect them to actually be able to do um, that switch over the architecture to, to switch their architecture over to something more Xbox Live or PSN. Right? Yeah, like uh, to me, that's. I not, really hope they're able to do it because they have so, some yeah. of the best. They have some of the best multiplayer style games. Imagine if you could play Mario Party with just a selection of random people. I would a, not want that. No, I would love no, that. you no. would get wrecked. But that's no. not like. But I'm just saying, like, the, you put the, that the out beauty, there. The beauty, the beauty of Mario Party is sitting, is sitting murdering your friends and hating them in the same you. room, and then and like you throw a chair silently, <laughs> like, just oh yeah, I totally understand where you're getting at, but it, it like the point is like they need to allow essentially anonymous gaming as opposed to like anonymous networking and connections as opposed to this whole friend code system. It's kind of bullshit. Um, And that's, I love Nintendo. I'm a fucking Nintendo fanboy. I'll put it out there, but like there's some stuff that they're just really bad at. Yeah. Online networking is just one of the biggest things. things. Yeah. Um, Um, And then moving on a little bit to kind of it. it, I want to call it like kind of next gen because it's the PlayStation four. But it's a PlayStation 4.5, which is first of all the okay, worst that, that, fucking name. No, 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 no. That's that's a code name. It is not the 4.5. That, that then is, it's going to be like the 4K or the 4 no, You know what? And that is a good name for it. The PS the PS 4K is a fantastic Look, name for it. It's one thing to go from the Xbox and then Xbox 360. You skipped 359 numbers iterations <laughs> in between. Then you went to the Xbox One, which not only referred to your very first console, and you had to make everyone like not call your original console the Xbox One anymore. You also like took away another 359. <laughs> but now you have the PlayStation 4K. Okay, fine. Which is the PlayStation 4,000 numbers in difference. Okay, iterations no, in difference. no, no, no. What the fuck ha- is happening in that re- research and development department? I would love to know. No, I actually <laughs> think that's a good name for it because, like, okay, I agree. Like, the thing is, people are familiar with the term 4K, and it's it's unlikely they're going to be like, oh, the PS 4,000. I'm gonna call, like, I'm gonna do that. Okay, I'm just fine. gonna be obtuse. You'll do it. Yeah, every <laughs> time. The PlayStation 4,000 <laughs> has announced that they're. Canceling Final Fantasy VII HD remake. Um, how dare you? <laughs> don't don't play with my feelings that um, way. But it's pretty obvious why they're doing it. It's a really awkward time, in my opinion. Yeah, for them to actually do it. Uh, but it, it has to do with VR. Like it has no. Got to. It does not. No, no, it's no, no, got no. to. No, no, it doesn't. It's it's. I I think it has to do with uh, playback of 4K Blu-rays. No, I think they want to like. I, I have a feeling that they're not going to ditch the PlayStation Four completely. No, but if you if they want to sell VR. Like, if they want to sell their VR, they're going to package it with the 4.5 exclusively. No. No. I bet. No, because the, the, the PSVR actually has a separate processor box that, that just hooks into the existing port on the PS4. It's been, that's been confirmed. So, I'm aware, but I mean, like, just for, like, the hardware upgrades, it's going to be... Exp- 
Think of it like a way more expen- uh, expensive well, version okay. of, the ex- of the expansion if pack it, for the okay. N64. Uh, That's know. exactly how I feel about it. Like, okay, you'll be able maybe. to do, like, your regular VR stuff on your PS4 as it is, mm-hmm. but there's going to be, essentially, the better stuff on the 4.5. So, uh, and yeah, it's not maybe. just the, it's not just graphics related. It'll be, like, smoothness. It'll be... Well, that like, is... That is, all, that is, that is down to graphics. That's, like, exclusively it is down to graphics, graphics though. They'll, so, have, they'll have more for it, I think. Yeah, but I mean... then Or maybe it'll be built in. Like, maybe instead of just having the module, module attachable or detachable. Oh, okay. That's what you mean. So, well, no, I don't see them doing that either. Like, honestly, like, it, 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 this to me just seems like an incremental upgrade, much the same as the new 3DS was. Then why not just wait and actually do a PS5? Why didn't like the timing? Be, be, the timing the is well. Be, no, the timing makes the 3DS? sense. The timing makes sense. Think about the uh, PS3 Slim and the PS2 Slim. Yeah, right. The, the timing does make sense to me, right? Except this time, instead of just slimming but, it down, right? Because the PS4 is already a pretty slim console. Uh, like, have you have you have you actually seen the PS4? It's a pretty yeah. slim console, right? Yeah. It's not. It's you can't really compact it anymore. So instead of doing like a slim version, right? Like it seems They're to make, make a sense. fat version. <laughs> no, it's not a fat version. No, it's just like okay, let's let's just take the incremental stuff. That we've had, mm-hmm. uh, and package it into like an existing like har- uh, hardware ecosystem, right? And just it, it won't completely screw over people who are early adopters. But if you're new to the ecosystem, then you get a little more out of it. It's right? like yeah. slightly the slightly sexier it's, option. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like the new one, the new 3ds the has been five sexy. At least to me, the, the, the new 3ds has been pretty successful for that, right? Just with the, with the little analog nub and like the better graphics on that. But that's a, like having a handheld controller is or Having a handheld system yeah. that has like different control capacity, I would say that's vastly different than just a just a graphical upgrade. Than a graphical upgrade because you do like that is literally it changes how you interact with the game. Well, no, I, like it would be like a it would be interesting to see backwards compatibility on that. Like, yeah. like existing PS4 games that have frame rate issues might run a little better on the four point five. Sure, right? yeah. Like, have you I played? Okay, that. speaking of which, have you played the Final Fantasy fifteen demo? On, I have not yet, but PS4? I really I want to. I don't but know. Okay. I've heard the frame rate issues. The frame are rate horrible. Tanks. Like, okay, yeah. you you beat this. Okay, so the whole thing is like you you just walk through Noctis's life, right? Yeah. Like he's he gets knocked out as a kid. Spoilers. Yeah, he gets knocked out as a kid, and you walk through this cool fantasy land. It's really cool. It's very Kingdom Hearts esque, actually. It's the it's probably the secret. It's like, hey, here's all of our Kingdom Hearts three hardware. Actually, okay, I swear to God, they stole some particle effects from Kingdom Hearts. It literally Hearts. like spells out like fuck you, anyone who likes Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> We're putting everything into Final Fantasy. No, because because he's a kid, right? And like yeah. he has like these little toy weapons, so he's got like a like a squeaky hammer. Yeah, squeaky hammer, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, but like he hits stuff and then like little little like little particle effects. Little particle come effects come out that are sure. little like star shaped, right? But anyways, like um they're really pretty and all, right? But like and then he turns into an adult and you have to fight like Bahamut or something, right? Yeah. But like when you what kill the fuck no, no 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 seriously it's weird you you, you follow it's this a, like it's a metaphor for life you you're a kid this, you get you get to play around with toys but when you turn into an adult you got to fight a fucking dragon it's not life it, it's like it's like a like a photorealistic Moogle shows him like a vision of the future which okay. is which is what it is but anyways sure. like he fights his boss right and then like the boss is this attack where he does this, like the ground slam I was standing next to a bridge next to river the boss comes down and all like this water splashes up and suddenly i go from 30 frames per second to 12 <laughs> like literally like, you're like, like no Ugh. it's like I, I see noctis like standing and then the next fr- like couple of frames i see him in midair frozen and then like he's on the That's ground amazing. and i'm just like what the hell happened yeah right Jesus but no, it's, it's ridiculous and it wasn't even like that big of a hit or anything right yeah. that, like there wasn't any huge physics there and it was just like some water splashes and like somehow it tanked the frame rate by like 15. Yeah. Because like, they're doing all this like funky stuff with like the water rendering and they're like, ooh, look at how we can like okay. render you don't water think down that... to particles. I'm like, that's cool, but you're going to kill like every console yeah. out there. That's exactly how they're going to try and sell the 4.5. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, you can you can play FF15 at like you know double digit at frame actual, rates, <laughs> at actual intended frame rate. Yeah. No, but it, oh, no, it was just ridiculous though. Like, um, but yeah, I, I can actually see the benefit because there are some PS4 games right now that actually don't run at the best frame rate, right? Like, and do have load time issues. Even is that strange that like developers are essentially jumping the gun? No, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, they get they have the architecture, they have testing architecture that I the companies send there's out. There's a them. big, there's a big. I've I've noticed this, you know, especially since like especially with Square Enix games, there's a big push for developers to test the limits. Of the system they're developing on, I guess. Um, I like I, I understand. It's just a little bit strange that you would deliver a subpar experience, essentially. 
Yeah, um, I guess. That has to come down to optimization, though, right? Because, like, keep in mind, the engine that FF15 is built on is supposed to be multi-platform, and it gets yeah. tough to to optimize a game when it's meant for three, three different four things. platforms, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's supposed to run on the Xbox One, and like this engine also runs on the P- on PC, despite yeah. the fact that they they probably won't release a PC version. Of that they game had said they, were... they said they were considering it, but well, they, they want to the push website, the consoles. The website straight up just says for PC on it. Really? Yeah. I, oh. Even though they okay. didn't announce it, it's there on the website. Okay. Are you sure that's not like the Versus 13 website? No, it's <laughs> not. It's the official The FF15? Okay, yeah. great. Um, I'm a little curious about something. Uh, yeah. I haven't actually really followed a lot of Final Fantasy 7, or 7, what the hell am I talking about? Uh, 15 designs. How does the world look? Um, how do like the characters look? It's it's almost like Fallout. I'd yeah, say. I would say that too. Fallout with like classic Final Fantasy shit like mashed into it. Yeah, so it's very <laughs> much <laughs> on like radioactive chocobos. Like, what are you talking about? No, no, pretty much. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's kind of like from what we've seen. Like, what's interesting is this game has been in development for ten years. First uh, of all, okay. which is ridiculous. Yeah, good for them. Um, but like they're. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is like Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> But, um, oh, okay. I mean, it's designed to be this big, beautiful, like, lush, you know, typical Final okay. Fantasy open world type thing. Sure. You yeah. traverse the world in this shiny, fantastical, like, it's an Audi. Audi R8. It's an Audi. <laughs> okay. It's on R8, but okay. <laughs> okay, fine. But it's an Audi. It, it turns into a rock, like a rocket ship towards the end of the one trailer, which was interesting. Um, the characters are very... I'm, they're not very Square Enix designs. They're or Nomura designs. They're, design. they're yeah. very Nomura designs. Are they yeah. cosplayable? Yes. Yes. Very much yes. Okay. Yes. Like, uh... Because, like, that's some of the... That, that is I actually know. Of... I actually know some cosplayers who have uh, kind of, like, really dialed down on the cosplay aspect, and they were actually, they were actually at the premiere. Yeah, they were yeah. at uh, the Final Fantasy 15 Uncovered event in because, Los Angeles. Yeah, so. I'm just saying that because, like, Final Fantasy yeah, and DCS a lot cosplay. of Japanese RPGs, they have a really shitty cosplay history. And, uh, and like, not, not in a... Like, Obviously, the designs are fucking stunning. Yeah, which also means that like but you can't fucking you can't wear to them. Together. You can't wear them. You can't make them in real. Oh no, these these or you can, these but it's street like clothes. they look. Not, they, they're street clothes. These are street clothes. Yeah, yeah. These are street clothes. Well, okay, I wouldn't say they're street clothes esque. Yeah, and they're urban. It was really funny Just because like okay, I actually watched like the interview with the guy who designed the costumes and the characters. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, okay, it was like. Uh, I wanted street clothes, but like inspired by the apocalypse. I don't apocalypse. know how to draw any other clothes. <laughs> it was inspired by the apocalypse. I'm just like, no. Right? It's like if guys were like driving across like a, like a desert wasteland, they wouldn't be wearing like that, suits. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like the vests and jeans make sense, but the guy in the suit makes no, no sense. No sense in a wasteland. And like, like yeah. did you see the trailer, like the, the gameplay demo where they're sitting at a diner and they're yeah. like, I oh. hope no one notices us. I'm just like, you guys are the best dressed people in the wasteland. In the, in the wasteland. Like you're like, calling you. attention to yourselves. People are going to notice you. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, crazy hair color? They do. No, no. Not just has blue hair. Well, uh, it's like blue black. Blue black. Uh, okay. One of the dudes is like platinum blonde. Yeah. Yeah. And then awesome. the other two are brown. So. Well, they're seeing as they're really cosplayable and they have uh, very distinct hair colors. I've got the perfect thing for you if you're looking to cosplay <laughs> from Final Fantasy 15. Uh, so our first ever sponsor is Mithril Wigs. Uh, Mithril Wigs is a new cosplay wig brand based in Western Canada that will be joining us at Odafest this year. Um, they design their own line of heat-resistant wigs and blend their own unique multi-dimensional colors. Mithril Wigs are a Canadian company, so shipping nationwide is really quick. Uh, there's no more worries about getting a wig in time for any last-minute cosplay plans. As long as you live anywhere in Canada, they'll make sure to get that wig right out to you. Um, Mithril Wigs aims to be a leading supplier of cosplay wigs across Canada and actively listens to their customers to expand their selection of styles and colors. They have some exciting new products coming out in the next few months, so be sure to give them a visit at mithrilwigs.com. That's M-Y-T-H-R-I-L wigs.com. Yeah, yeah, and actually... That uh, was the best segue I've ever had that for was the, That was a great segue. <laughs> Thank you for um, following my lead. Yeah, no, the uh, it's, it's kind of... Um, I, I actually... Well, okay, 
Sarah has needed a wake like pretty much overnight and she's been screwed by like eBay shipping and stuff. So yeah, yeah like really that the, the fact that they're in Canada was like really, really, really nice. It's a big yeah. deal. Like, I mean, I don't deal. know. Yeah. Are you familiar with them, Alexis? Yeah, I am. So like I bought, I think I bought three or four wigs from them <clears throat> in the past, nice. I would say six months or so. Um, I really like them. They're based out of BC, which is really, really handy, especially Great if you're local. Alberta, yeah. Yeah, because um, I remember I ordered a wig from them and I was like, oh, I don't know when it'll get here. And I ordered it at 6 p.m. And it arrived, arrived at 9 p.m. It, it literally arrived at 10 a.m. the next day. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> and I was and like, shipping was good and everything. Shipping was shipping And was everything's in Canadian time, pricing. And, and everything's in Canadian prices, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Every now and then they do like free shipping or like reduced shipping. Yeah. Um, stuff like that so like and they have tons of sales like it's awesome i love them um, and their wigs are really like soft yeah. and as so. for like their uh basically their involvement with us this year other than just the podcast stuff is um they're gonna have a booth um they'll also be sponsoring uh some of our prizes for cosplay i believe they're gonna be giving away gift cards and things like that yeah um so look forward to be them being there um talk with them about your cosplay needs and you know um, what you can get from them because I think they're really really great um, from all of it I don't cosplay everyone knows but I, yeah, I've I really like them do, so. um, hell if you uh, feel like left out on the day them. of and you, you're like you know a normie that just walks in it's like oh man there's so many people in cosplay and wigs I need a wig oh hey these sell wigs yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. do that yeah and it's always great to support a Canadian company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially when the dollar's as bad as it is, it's nice to be able to. Oh, buy. Let's not talk about the dollar. Yeah, let's not talk about the dollar. <laughs> well, going to I'm, still, I'm still recovering from Soccer Con and how much. Oh well, man, did yeah, that ever hurt? That hurt. Anyways, uh, um, back, back to, to Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Uh, okay, so Final Fantasy 15 is not the only uh, new Final Fantasy game coming out. New, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven, <sighs> the remake, and there's still news coming out. Um, the big thing is the episodic release has been something that a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah, and, it's and what super controversial means. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I think in general it's super controversial because um, they're basically saying every episode release is going to be a full game in itself. Yeah. So the big comparison people made was with um, the Final Fantasy 13 series, where there's three. Final Fantasy yep. 13 games, mm-hmm. which ultimately are... What are the names of those games? Okay, there's so Final Fantasy 13, Final 13, Fantasy 13 dash Lightning, da- yeah, dash, dash 2, 2, and then Final Fantasy 13. Why can't you say the dash? Why can't you see like 13 2? Uh, fine, 13 is 2. That, no, no, is that like a... Sorry, I didn't know. Like I'm no, saying, it is that matter. like a thing? Oh, well, yeah, it doesn't like, matter. Well, like some people just say because like 13 2 sounds confusing. Yeah, like, okay. uh, like 10, 10 2 and 10... Okay, well... Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone's okay, ever well, said like the dash is The dash is because of like high school... Yeah, you know, like the high school courses like ten dash okay. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. Same thing for Anyways, me. yeah. All right. Um, but um, they're they're their own. You know, like they're all related, but they're all a complete game. And yeah, for for Final Fantasy for Final Fantasy thirteen. And so now the, the talk is that I just don't think there's uh, enough content. I, don't I think, think that I th- they're trying to sell you a completely different game at this point. That's I don't my, know. my honest like, opinion. Okay. I mean, like, look at the look at the FF Seven canon. How it's, it's grown over been, the years. D- you know, like there's yeah. definitely I'm, three games worth. I'm just saying that in reality, it it's not really three games. Like it, it's it's I really think, like I think it can be because it was three discs worth yeah. at the time. And I'm like assuming assuming they are actually scaling everything up. Yeah, but they keep in mind doing, the, the discs were there just I don't because need of, an, an they entire, were there for tight. I don't need another episode. I don't need a full episode or. Release that's just focused on friggin' chocobo racing. I just don't need it. Uh, <laughs> I don't an entire either. an entire expansion, which is literally just the chocobo ranch, where you can make sure you get your gold chocobo. <laughs> I'm literally not down for that. I like it, but I don't need it. Well, like, and I you think can't about... make me pay forty fucking dollars okay, or yeah, sixty dollars. Okay, what if? Okay, here's the thing though. Like, with three episodes, now they can include stuff from Crisis Core. Now yeah. they can include stuff, stuff from, from Last Order, Dirge from Before Crisis, George Cerberus, even the Light Novel, and like they could even go beyond. They could even like they include Adam Children stuff. Right? Yeah, Children. I understand where they can go with it, but I'm also like, I'm just going back to two. Like, I, I'm basing my experience off of two things. First of all, uh, and slightly related, but not exactly. Movies are doing this a lot, where they're okay, splitting. Yeah, I see, where they're splitting, I see what you like, mean. That's fair. I see like, what you especially mean. Yeah, the third, okay, right. the, the quote Hobbit, unquote, the Hobbit movies. a trilogy is supposed to be three movies. That doesn't mean the last movie is automatically split into two hun- <laughs> Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> or the Hobbit. The Hobbit is one book. <laughs> you 
bastards. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like, I just see. have no That's time. I no was longer like... have time or trust yeah. for these things. The for way expansions. I see it is yeah. like, they can't just cater the game to people who have played the game. They have to cater to people who maybe have necessarily... No. I completely disagree because you have examples of remakes right now. You have Majora's true. Mask 3D. Yeah, I guess that's Lately, true. Lately, Ratchet and Clank as well. And it's like a pretty concise, like one disc remake, right? Like they, yeah. they're, they're, so, a remake is a remake. Worry... You're, they're selling you a completely different product. It's more like, I'm not really so much upset that they're doing that as so much as like, I wish they wouldn't just call it what they're what they're calling it. We're like, oh yeah, it's Final Fantasy VII HD remake. No, it's Final Fantasy VII, like director's cut. Okay. Which is like sure. call it yeah. call it yeah. something call it what it is. Don't try and sell well, they, they it. They might as they might change like the title soon. Right? Yeah. Like like you never know, you right? Never like know. I mean, like we, we have next to no news about this other than the fact that it's going to be three parts and it's or going we to, don't even know. That no, it's we don't three know parts. If it's, it's going to be three parts. I mean, or we're like, guessing yeah. three. parts. That's the problem. Like if you base that, it's three. Like this entire thing is going to cost you at least one hundred and eighty bucks, mm-hmm. especially if you live in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just going to. It's going to cost you one hundred and eighty bucks. At but I mean, Square doesn't mind that. Look how many people they made eight million dollars on Final Fantasy fifteen collector's edition sales. Did they <laughs> eight million dollars in thirty minutes? <laughs> oh my god! In uh, thirty minutes, and there's geez. like there's a petition out there for That's them to release more. More money than I'll ever see. In that is 30 years. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that is ridiculous. Unless I win the lottery. Like, let me put it this way. I was live tweeting when the Final Fantasy 15 event was happening and they yeah. said, okay, at nine o'clock, that's when we're going to release the collector's edition. It's going to be this much money and it'll What's go on it? sale. It. Um, so you get the HD game, you get the soundtrack, you get a limited edition Noctis figure, um, you get a bunch of postcards, an art book. It sounds pretty robust. Yeah, it's a pretty robust it's like, pretty collector's standard, edition. It's opinion. a pretty standard collector's mm, edition. There are some that are worse than others. And yeah. Some well, I mean, like, like, it sounds, it sounds worth, it sounds like there's enough content. Well, okay. If it's, if it's, like, like how much was it? I think it was three hundred, two hundred and fifty. Two fifty, yeah. Okay, then it has to be like a full size art book. It yeah, has to be. Yeah, no, it was a full size art book. Yeah, because like I, I, I bought, I bought yeah. the Assassin's Creed collector's editions, which are like basically double the price, and I get a really nice figure out of those. But like the art book is crap. Okay, fair enough. Like, well, it's it not puts crap. The ass in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I get like a little booklet like this big, right? Like it's it's tiny, like a tiny little like booklet for the art book, and like the soundtrack comes in like a, like a sleeve, oh. not even like oh, a full case, dude. right? Goodness. So yeah, yeah, afford like, no, a fucking cri- yeah. Like case. I'm effectively yeah. just paying for the figure, yeah. Right, so like I'm just wondering if it's gonna be a situation like that. Because if you didn't no, give a not. shit, you it's could a, just download. Okay. The, they showed the a, they showed pictures and stuff of what it looks like, what the production models okay, look like. Yeah. So it's actually really nice looking, but you know, so the event was at I think seven o'clock and then they were it ended at eight and they said that sales would go on at nine yeah, and but the, the website crashed before nine o'clock of people trying oh, to connect man. and then the <laughs> moment it was back on again within 30 minutes every single one of them had sold out that's ridiculous so eight million so i, I mean I just get a flashback to buying star wars tickets <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so i feel like even if it is like an outlandish price people are still going to pay for it yeah, I guess. I so. guess so. It's like I'm gonna sit here and admit that I would I'm all like I'm I'm kind wow. of in that camp where like I like Final Fantasy Seven. Um, I it's a classic game to me. It's part of my childhood, but I'm totally okay. Part of me is totally okay if the first episode or however they're gonna deliver it somehow the additional content fails. Like if it just totally crashes, because I'm I kind of want that to happen because I just I hate like the Hobbit. Has instilled a deep hate in me because I, <laughs> I, I, I do I love split up. I love yeah. I love the Hobbit like the 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 novel and um the way that they decide like Peter Jackson was like how much money can I make like it's essentially what happened. I don't think he wanted to do that I think the studio wanted to do that yeah I'm gonna be totally honest with you I think I don't think that was his decision because he wanted two movies not three right? I just feel like I feel like they really can make multiple games worth of content especially with how they they have expanded the canon because the biggest problem is that there's lots of fans who are playing it and they don't have the full yeah, story. Yeah, I, I think if this is like an all-encompassing thing, then yeah, yeah it and the, would the make biggest sense. problem yeah. is that there's stuff that hasn't been released. People have been waiting for a before Crisis release forever, and there's still no news on if that's ever coming out. I mean, people were waiting for G Bike, and G Bike, you know, is offline in Japan now, and there's still no news if it's coming mm-hmm. to North America or or Europe. Mm. So there's a lot of aspects and facets of the story that I mean, fans don't have if you're picking up if you i'm I'm willing to give now. it a chance like i want to put it yeah. out there that i know i'm shitting on it but i'm willing to give it a chance i just really my heart's been hurt you guys yeah <laughs> square enix I, have scars. I need the collector's edition i'm also looking uh, at you yeah Avengers. 
Oh. Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm ready. I'm just like I need a collector's edition, um, and package it with a special edition like Cloud Strife PS4. It'll come out in 20, 2027 yeah. or something yeah. like I don't know, twenty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much all the <laughs> ranting I can really want to fit into <laughs> Final Fantasy because I could go on. I'm just hoping for a new trailer for E3 for for the for the remake. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of trailers. There's a lot of game well, trailers. Yeah, yeah, actually, a lot, a lot of like landed lately that have really uh, kind of set the stage for E3. Um, yeah, I, I, you got the Zelda one. Yeah, Zelda one's going to be at E3. Definitely, I need one. Yeah, at this point, I need my hit. <laughs> uh, Titanfall two had a teaser trailer recently. Uh, yeah. Gears of War four had a teaser trailer. I haven't recently. played Titanfall, but that's the one that's kind of like it's mech fighting, isn't it? Uh, it's both. So it's kind of like, it plays like Call of Duty with parkour. And then you okay. can call down a mech, and then you can start stomping people. Oh, it's pretty, neat. it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. But it's like I'm uh, all about the stomping. Yeah, and you can like <laughs> shoot people, and like yeah. you can, I remember, it was like a pretty big deal about two years ago. Yeah, well, it's because uh, it was the developers of Call of Duty Four, like oh, the okay. original Call of Duty Four, that were like, oh, we made our own studio, and we're gonna give you giant mechs. Stomping. Kind yeah, of cool. neato. Yeah, um, but yeah, speaking of trailers, uh, we've got a lot of movie trailers that just came out. Movie as well. trailers, um, because like. The, the truth is, is like, yeah, we always talk about like being nerds and stuff like that. But it, the truth is like the world is all about being nerds now. Like, Cur- yeah, you, exactly. like you, you can celebrate being geeky and therefore that's why there's all these huge productions of geeky shit. And literally every everywhere you goddamn turn, there's always more news releases. Um, there's Doctor Strange uh, just got there because, you know, they're hopping on the bandwagon for superhero movies. Um, well, Mar- no, 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 Doctor Strange is a Marvel movie, though. It, I, I, it, it I understand. Part of, it part it's of... not like it's a new character, but let's be honest. Like the, his concept is pretty unknown to most people. I okay, think. that okay, yeah, I would admit that the like, character I, it, itself is including unknown, myself. Yeah, yeah I didn't, yeah, I didn't too. really know about Doctor Strange actually. But watching character. the trailer is actually pretty badass. Uh, it looks, it looks cool. It, it looks, looks like Inception. Cool. Yeah, had sex with Matrix. That's exactly what I think. And with magic. Yeah, there's some like because there's some like training like there's some training montage shit that's very matrixy and, and there's like, some uh, of those camera shots and, and digital effects are all there's like, bald tilda swinton <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot that. of people were complaining about tilda swinton apparently that character's like an asian character in the uh, comments yo and there's another of... whole other thing if we're talking about whitewashing <laughs> we can get into oh, that ghost in the but shell oh ghost yeah ghost in the shell there's oh, the first goodness. production still it's like ah. Uh... <sighs> It's nothing against Scarlett Johansson. Like it she's is a lot. No, no, I disagree with you. It is against Scarlett no, Johansson. No, she's a lot. Okay, you. Like, if took you're that offered, role. yes. If you're offered that contract, but you know your money. It's your oh career. My goodness. Yeah. It's your career. I, I it's just, your career I versus somebody true. like it's not up. She it's did not up to her. Like to she, be fair, yes, she could have declined it, but they could also have never have offered it to her. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like it, goes, it, it they, starts, they could have not it starts made the somewhere movie. else. It did. It did start somewhere. It doesn't else. It start starts with, with the studio and like looking at all of these beautiful, wonderful, talented Asian female, you know, like actresses out I, there. I would have really liked to see Rinko Kikuchi from, yeah! from uh, Pacific Rim. She would Rim have been fantastic. As Motoko, but yeah. Well, anyways. There's a that, lot of options. The that, point is. Yeah, that's beside the point. But let's not get into that's that's the point. social <laughs> justice thing that's, right uh, now. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we'll drown. We'll drown in it. But anyways, the like, Doctor Strange, yeah. what I thought was really cool, just talking about it, because um, like I said, I think all three of us don't know shit at all about it, which is fine. I don't think a lot of people do, but I feel like Doctor Strange is obviously going to get into a lot of um, uh, or origin story because there, he's well, he's a relative unknown. Every first Marvel movie is an origin story. Yes, it will always be. What I noticed was that maybe I'll be wrong, and there like will be more revealed in uh, future trailers and stuff like that. I noticed the lack of sex appeal. There's not a lot of fan servicing. There's not a lot of like. Which I think was really dude, great for dude Benedict Cumberbatch plays Doctor Strange. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's like uh, he's the most okay I, for women. Contra- no, no, no. No, I just um, okay. A lot of women don't find him attractive, but a lot most, of women he's do. The ugliest, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's the ugliest, oh, man. handsome man you'll ever fucking see. <laughs> that's he's, all, folks. But <laughs> he's so his face is such a like he has such a contorted face I that heard, it looks. I heard okay. someone say he said he looks like a foot. <laughs> he kind of does. He just looks like a foot. No, he looks okay. like a foot. I'm sorry, Benedict. Sure, if you're we'll listening, Benedict. That. But the point is, is like he's not your traditional sex symbol, right? No, he's not your Chris. No, no but, but there's not. definitely like, uh, like you know, it's it's. I I think it's yeah. You're you're right. There's like l- less like. 
There's no, but even like there's no Scarlett Johansson sex spandex, appeal. Yeah. Like I understand that he has his cumber bitches and all his like his fan base and all this shit. <laughs> I didn't come up with this. That's what they call them. I didn't come up with this. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. I didn't know. Go watch, come go watch his interviews on the, Graham Norton. The point yeah. being oh with that, it's just that like, it's not like he's excessively, like there's no Chris Evans, I'm taking off my shirt scene. There's no... There, like, there will no, be a Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm taking off my shirt scene. <laughs> That's, I don't think, I, I don't really think they're going to try and focus on that. When we're like sitting, there, when there when we're sitting in the theater, you owe me 20 bucks. So. <laughs> I didn't say I'll bet you. I, Fine, said, okay. I didn't say I'll make you a bet. I just don't, I didn't see any of that, which I, like, I think, again, that's really cool because it's just, it feels like there's a real focus All on I can think now giving is... the audience what they did, like, what they should know about him, like, really know about him. It's not, and it's not like Spider-Man shit where it's like every fucking, every other fucking movie, it's, guess what? His uncle dies. <laughs> that's well, why Spider-Man. <laughs> well, that's only because uh, Spider-Man's been rebooted like three times, though. 300 right? times. All I can think yeah. about is just like someone with like their foot and they're pulling the sock off. <laughs> <laughs> you've just like attracted a whole new group of like foot fetishes Stop. that I don't want to talk about <laughs> anyways, anyways. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange looks pretty cool I would looks say looks really cool it. yeah I, I would definitely and I'm not a huge it. movie watcher kind of guy but mm-hmm. I'd definitely go in for it yeah I'm gonna go see it it, yeah. it looks interesting um, another one would be so moving on we've got maybe like Harry Potter um, Harry Potter's kind of like this one's a standalone movie. It, it, it's a spin-off storyline. Like you're not gonna see, um, pretty much like you're not any gonna of see, the original characters, except maybe like Dumbledore or any of the longer yeah. living characters or something yeah. like that. Because this is set in the 1920s. First of all, in mm-hmm. New York, um, it's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. If you're not familiar, um, and it's basically about a character. It's it's Eddie Redmayne. He's Newt's commander, and he was expelled from Hogwarts, and he's kind of like all about essentially like magical creatures. He was the guy who wrote the textbook Mad- Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them from yeah, Harry Potter. And yeah. like actually, that, that's a real book too. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't uh, seen it. No, J.K. Rowling actually wrote a book. Yeah, she, she, she wrote, wrote She wrote, okay, so there's two in universe textbooks. I know, right? Uh, there's, <laughs> there's two in universe textbooks uh, that they read. Sure. Uh, so there's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Quidditch Through the Ages. And she actually wrote real life versions of those two textbooks. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Smart of her to only title two of them so she didn't have to write a whole series. Even yeah. though that would probably have made her money. Well, now she's writing plays now. Yeah. You know? yeah the, oh, that's te- true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, like, technically, HP8 is a play. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, like I said, um, it seems pretty interesting. It's, the, it, it's part of that whole expansion she mm-hmm. did. With I'm, emotion to I'm not Ameri- interested <laughs> to a, to a, like American wizarding essentially and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not huge into Harry Potter, but I am pretty knowledgeable about it because I Wikipedia. Yeah, I was a big time. fan of it too when I was. Yeah, I, I, I'm not interested. I w- okay, I think like, it's cool as a standalone. I think it looks just fine. I don't like know. it's almost like it, it, it's it's maybe a little bit heavy for con like not in a in a it's, it's sense, in, but it's got that Harry Potter name attached to it, so yeah. maybe it's like too much. But I feel like if they had just put this out. Like, as just, you know, some under a different name, I think it would be an awesome movie. Yeah, I agree It could be a good experience. Okay, maybe. But I think you're associating it with, like, how I'm associating Final Fantasy VII Remake with The Hobbit. Yeah, well, that exactly. It's it's To me, it's almost like another effort to establish, like, it's a, a cinematic universe, like, a separate cinematic universe. Yeah. Right? Like, how Marvel's doing and DC's trying to do and, like, you know. Yeah, they've got, like, the whole Deadpool set up and... They're like or well, no. DC's trying to set up like, like Justice League Justice is pretty League obvious and stuff. yeah but like so. I mean th- that's what it looks like for Harry Potter right because like you're you're finished the main books now what, where do you go right how so, much more money can I make yeah exactly yeah, but the thing fair. is like, like it's just the concept doesn't really interest me I don't know why like it's just like I don't really care about the Wizarding World anymore I guess know? I care because like, like I think about the books and I really liked how much world build- building it did, but all of that world building was concentrated around Europe and yeah, not even like broadly but, in Europe, but like one specific part no, but of like, Europe. See, the interesting thing about the Wizarding World and Harry Potter is that it just doesn't interest me because it's like, it's so like everything, all the subtext you read is that it's, it's really xenophobic and racist. That, that That's yeah. what, yeah. that's what okay. the, her, that's the world basically shared. it. And then yeah. it's also set like, it'd be, I understand where you're coming from because the Wizarding World would be much more interesting if it wasn't kind of set in the 90s and, and 2000s and stuff. I guess Because, so, yeah. like, it's not like... Like, a cell phone's pretty fucking magical yeah, <laughs> by t- their terms, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly, the amount right? of shit a cell phone can pull off. Like, technology, even in the 90s, is actually pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Like, 
you know, they're everyone like, was like, amazing. Let's do it this way. Like in a newspaper, this like they've got an animated GIF in a in a newspaper. Or you could just watch television. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? A television that no other fucking like wizards don't have television. Think it's about like, the fact TV's that TV's amazing. Like, What's his Wizards don't Ron, have the Ron internet. Weasley's yeah. dad. I don't remember his name right now off the top of my head. Arthur. Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Weasley studied the function of a rubber duck. Like, yeah. wizards don't understand technology well, that's yeah, like, like, that's, at all. Like, yeah, when like I read Harry Potter, saying. I cared about Harry's story. That's what I cared about. Okay, I, I didn't care about the world building because, to me, it wasn't interesting Because the magic, like, the whole magic right? thing is actually pretty weak. Like yeah, the, I the agree. character yeah. stories Magic, are strong. I don't got it. The, relation, the relationships are strong. But if you really want to set it, like then even in nineties, I, I got really annoyed enough that yeah. Magic is not impressive. I got yeah. really annoyed at the last book for stepping away from Hogwarts for so long. Yeah, I, I, I got really annoyed at that. So and because like that's what I cared about, right? It's like the the plot and the world building for Hogwarts was fantastic, right? Hogwarts yeah. meant something, meant yeah, something, right? But like then you have the, the greater Wizarding World and like all like the, the crappy political ramifications of it. It's just like okay, no, this is stupid, yeah. Right? And the thing is, this is what it seems like. It's just like okay, oh, now we're seeing yeah. the Wizarding World in the U.S. I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Like, okay, that's fair. That's yeah. But fair. I, I think there's a market for it. Like there is a market like, for yeah, it because like, you want because like, nothing against people as, who are interested in it. But as a fan, like, you yeah. always want to be able to relate. Yeah, that's and even if it's set in the past, America, you still want to be like. Hey, like, you know, Philadelphia or whatever the hell, or new, like when New you're York, in New York, yeah. I know it's in New York, but I mean, you could travel in Boston and all that other stuff and you'd be like, yeah, these are places that you know I what, know though? and I can relate to. Okay. If anything, this just means that we get a setup for Quidditch Through the Ages a movie, this yeah. is, which would be a comedy, which would be amazing. Okay. The guy who directs like, um, oh, like, uh. Uh, Hot Fuzz and like Shaun the Dead. Judd Apatow? No, 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 that's no. Not no, 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 no. He's American. No, 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 the British director. Um, he also did uh, uh at Scott World's Pilgrim End or whatever it was. And Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I can't. Okay, it's not. He works with Simon Pegg a lot, but that director, I would know the name, but I don't know the name. I actually, I'm blanking. It's like, here. It's I'm blanking. I, I should, I shouldn't blank here. But anyways, if he I'll directs this, like a like a, he should direct like a Quidditch of the Ages movie because yeah. Quidditch of the Ages like that like the, the actual that book style of humor exactly. Yeah. It's it's actually like a really humorous look at like Quidditch and like, like so, the development of the sport and stuff. I can see like a Monty Python s like vignette yeah. series. Uh, about like a whole bunch of Edgar critical... Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah. Yes, he okay. should direct like a Quidditch for the Ages movie. That would be. Amazing. I can definitely understand where yeah. you're coming from for that. I'm not. I'm, I'm familiar with his work, but not um, so into it. As yeah, I would like, understand, like, like honestly, just like the, the fact is, like yeah. Harry Potter movies got a little too heavy for their own good, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, so, I agree yeah. with you too. Well, I, Fantastic Beasts seems pretty light as well. Uh, like it's pretty light from the effect. trailer. From the trailer. Yeah, from the trailer. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, but I think, you like, wouldn't. You wouldn't go to watch it. No, I would not. I I'll think about it because I've got some friends that are definitely into it. You want you want do you want to see though? See it. Rogue One. Of yeah. course you would. I, what? Oh my you're god! Not, you're a Star Trek fan. Why are you interested in both? You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Do not lump me in with those Trekkies. No. <laughs> so, so, excuse you. The word is Trekker. <laughs> I actually I'm not into. Uh, I'm not into Star Trek that much, but I am more of a Star Wars. No, Star Trek, I can understand. I'm, I'm not into. Star Trek um, actually, I might even be more excited than Alfred about this because Rogue One, a Star Wars yeah. story, is I'm more. I've always been more interested mm-hmm. in essentially like the guerrilla campaigns and yeah, that exactly. kind of stuff yep. from the Star Wars perspective. Like, of course, I get the stories of the Skywalkers and the mm-hmm. Jedi and you know the Imperials and everything like that, but. For me, it's always been like it stems from my love from an N sixty four game called Shadows of the Empire. No, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Oh yes, Rogue Squadron. That is a very that's a strong classic game that um the probably Rogue never Squadron movie. That, that's a game I we need, need a Rogue Squadron movie. Oh my god, give me a Rogue Squadron movie. But essentially, oh. this is my tie in that Rogue One is essentially because they've confirmed there's going to be more star battles and shit like that. There's there's like going to be like more fights and shit. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, most of it's not going to be carried out on the ground, although there is obviously going to be some land combat. It looks like Saving Pirate Ryan in Star Wars, which is sweet. I'm okay with that. Yeah, at first, okay, when I first saw the trailer, I didn't know what to feel. Because, like, you know, it's Bullshit. like... like you probably... No, 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 Star... Like, I, I was excited, but I was like, okay, I'm a little, you know, yeah. with a bit of trepidation. Because, like, you know, Star Wars has always been about, like, you know, one through six, and now Absolutely. we're getting seven through nine, right? But now it's like, oh, shit, like... 
the horizons have been expanded like what what is going to happen now right yeah so it's like actually seeing that for now like after like mulling it over for a few yeah. days i'm just like okay actually i'm very because it's going to be set between episodes three and four that's yeah, and, a setting and that is and, uh, like other that's than, a great time other than the tv series uh star wars rebels yeah. like th- that's kind of very fertile ground for yeah. storytelling well it's right? because like a lot of people don't know especially if you're a casual fan and like i said i in my spare time, I'll Wikipedia anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just like, never even, if I haven't, even if I don't know, like even if I've never read the books, like I've never read Harry Potter. I do know a shit ton about it because I just Wikipedia a bunch of it and it just sticks in my head because it's crappy trivia. Mm-hmm. And um, between three and four, like that's basically a time where Jedi don't exist. Like they're just not around. They they're, exist, they're, but they're very They're rare. in complete exile because this is over. They're very rare. Yeah. This is yeah. after Order 66. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Clone Wars and everything like that, so they've been eradicated essentially, and they're Although just Don, like Donnie Yen is totally a Jedi of some holy sort. shit. Donnie Yen, Donnie freaking that's Yen, it, man, yeah. that's a fucking martial arts master, <laughs> yeah. literally, and yeah. he's here to kick your ass. He's the new Mace Windu, but if Mace Windu was literal badass as opposed to like metaphorical dude, badass, dude, that's staff. What yeah. if the tip was a lightsaber? Oh, yeah. like, like it's just like a like a spear at the end. Yeah, it's just like it's just like the reveal of that would be like, oh my oh god. god. Yeah. But basically, yeah, again, Donnie it's Yen. kind of like it's dark times for the rebellion. Yeah. Okay, so it's so a big actors for this one too. So Donnie Yen, uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Forrest, uh, Forrest Whitaker, uh, who is apparently uh, going to be. He a, looks like a mercenary. No, he's a Clone Wars veteran. Apparently, whoa. Apparently he's a, he's a survivor of the Clone Wars and, and like yeah he's he's a, a grizzle veteran and it's like yeah that's that's sweet um, yeah Mads Nicholson Mickelson uh, that's uh, Hannibal Hannibal for yeah anyone who's not and actually he's uh, he's also going to be in Doctor Strange as the villain I think yeah yeah he's getting his name out there after especially after, after he didn't after uh, he Casino Royale yes yeah, after, after Casino Royale yeah. and Alan Tudyk from Firefly. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of like a cult classic. More than this reference. is like a reminder that, that I actually a, need to finish like Firefly? the Star Wars Firefly. movies. Oh, okay, you, have, you haven't finished them? No, but, she, but you started. You started. Okay, started. Wait, what what order were you doing? By the way, I think I watched. Okay, it was a modified machete order that included. Episode I watched one. episode. So one, four, five, two, three, six, and then seven. Yeah, that's what I. So I did. Yeah. Technically, I did seven first because that's. But yeah, because you saw it in theaters. I saw right? it in theaters, I and then I did one. See, starting with one is kind of rough, but it's yeah. like the thing but is, if you, if, you have, the way. if you have no idea what Star Wars is, one is actually to me a, a kind of a cool like, hey, this is interesting. It's, I really it's thought kind of, he was going to say like the best movie. No, 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 and no, I no, would have no, just no. punched him. No, no, it's <laughs> and interesting. We would have just had two people because, on the podcast. Okay, it's actually really kind of cool because like um, I actually did the uh, okay. W- there's something called the Machete Order, which yeah, it's the, the it's the modified order that in which that you can watch the movies and kind of get a really good sense of what's happening of the, of the without spoiling yeah. future events. Yeah, so you won't... And you're supposed it, to not watch episode one, but I yeah, did Yeah, anyway. no, but the thing is, if you put episode one right well, at the beginning... This is pod racing. <laughs> no, if you put episode one right at the beginning, you're like, okay, this is kind of a cool sci-fi universe, right? But then you watch episode four, you go from this idyllic, shiny future to, to like, a sh- like, like a crappy... The Empire yeah. is... It's, it's basically a flashback right? system. It's yeah. really cool. It's so yeah. actually, yeah, I do encourage people to include episode one in the machete order viewings. But anyways, I'm going to stop geeking out about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, Rogue One, really, really, really looking used. Uh, yeah, that's definitely it. like um, there's not a lot of news that we can talk about, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, you know you watch the honestly watch the trailer. It looks pretty cool. It's a little bit on the darker side um, because it is a dark period in yeah. the uh, in the times of the rebellion. Also, Donnie Yen versus an Adat. Holy crap! He's Donnie Yen towards... versus anything. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to watch him fight. No, stuff. he's like freaking running towards like a giant like Imperial he's... Walker, and he's like, like yeah, oh. yeah. He's yeah. he's literally the one actor there that's qualified to have choreographed every other fight scene. Yeah. So right, well, actually, with episode seven, they actually got the the guys from the raid. Have you ever seen that movie? It's like no. a it's an Indonesian uh, martial arts movie. It's an action movie. It's like Krav Maga type stuff. Yeah, it's no, not Krav Maga. It's a uh, Pencak Silat or something. Oh, okay, okay. and it's it's crazy. It's like uh, if if you like action movies, watch the raid. Okay. Basically, it's it's about a bunch of cops who go into a apartment block owned by a gangster, and they have to fight their way to the top, and that's it. Oh, that, that is sounds the whole plot. wonderful. That is the whole plot, and it's amazing. That's good. Yeah, like, yeah. like it, it condenses like the idea of what you need to get to. It, the sequel is really yeah. good too. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> the raid, the raid two, we addition, we added a partition to the tower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Rogue One is a definite watch for you. Rogue One is a definite. Watch, it's a definite yes. watch for me. Yeah. I'm going to finish the rest of the Star Wars movies eventually and watch pop- it. See, the weird thing is, this would actually change the machete order because it's between three and four. Yeah. But I've already watched... Oh, no, I haven't seen three, but I've seen four. 
Yeah. Um, mm. It's actually really it. It might be the it might be the very end though at this point. Yeah, as a side it's hard story. to say because yeah. it doesn't. It it's not about the Skywalkers. It's not about yeah, the Jedi. So it's, yeah. so it's different. You know what? I actually I actually see the uh, the Star Wars side stories, side movies going to be there. It's they're going to refer to each other, but not to the episodes. Almost. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I, that makes I, sense. I say like if there's going to be plot elements carrying over, they won't be from the episodes. Um, and moving on, talking about Donnie Yen, but he's not actually in this. But I'm just talking about <laughs> Asians because Asians. Uh, Something I'm kind of excited for, okay. and this is really old school, um, the Godzilla Resurgence or Shin Godzilla uh, trailer came out. The international trailer. Yeah. So, so uh, for those of you who don't know, okay, it's, this is this has nothing to do with the American Godzilla, with which yeah. is thank fucking god. Because oh my god, no, that I, just... I like that movie. It was a good movie. Those are that's a Jurassic <laughs> Park remake. No, no, it's not. <laughs> that's, yes, that. Godzilla 2000 or whatever it was called, right? No, 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 no. The, the, Which one are you talking about? The new one. Oh, oh no, that. that one's good. That was good. Sorry, I haven't seen yeah, that. I thought you were talking about like the original. No, the new one. And I was one. like, that's Jurassic Park Lost World, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No, the new one. Like the one that just yeah, came that out a couple, good. like a year uh, the ago. The one with uh, uh, Kick-Ass. Cranston? Is, no, Brian Cranston and the guy yeah. from Kick-Ass. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Okay. I like that That one. was a good movie. Okay, I'll give I like that. that movie. It was, it was, but, but anyways, still. This is basically Studio Toho's kind of like answer. Baby. To They're that. their baby. Yeah, it, it's their new, it's their new reboot of of Godzilla, and yeah. it's like their their take on the the modernized version of Godzilla. Now he looks kind of dopey because they're using the or like the original I, design. The original design has that always tail, looked though. a little dopey because he looks he basically looks like a cancer ridden like he he yeah. looks like he's full of tumors. But that ha, that like that's the understandable. Eyes. It's the eyes. No, but he's always lumpy and stuff too. Yeah. Well, yeah. they, they kind of captured that look in in the new movie yeah. though, the new American movie, which I liked. But like this one, it's like it's he has little... the tiny arms. I don't like that. Uh, I have a big okay head and little <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you were expecting. <laughs> I don't know if this was ever going to work out. It's um, just that like I, yeah, I get the whole lumpy weird. look because it, it is a like it's the result of like nuclear test and stuff like uh-huh. that, and it's probably cancer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I, I'm not joking about it. It's what he kind of looks like, right? It, it looks like dark lumps of cancer all over his body mm-hmm. um but he's in, like super massive he's probably the biggest godzilla ever mm-hmm. um he's got some red highlights all down his back it kind of looks like like fire essentially burning yeah i, I don't know they haven't released any of his powers because in the past he, fire breathing that's fire breathing it. laser eyes have laser been eyes maybe. laser eyes have been a thing yeah yeah um General so, badassery. Yeah, yeah, I did see the trailer for that. It actually looks really interesting because usually Japanese movies, um, because they're usually only designed to appeal to you know people in Japan. They're ultra niche. They're audience. ultra not niche. even not even yeah. like the people of Japan, but like, like the niche within in Japan. Japan. Japanese movies tend to be lower budget. And yeah, they, a they, lot they, lower they, budget. They tend to not look that great. Like I mean, like Death Note, like the live action movies look like a TV drama. Yeah, look right? at. Uh, um, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. That movie was. It's very interesting low that you're you guys are mentioning like anime titles though because it is being directed by Hideaki Anno. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, Anno. Oh my god. Which okay. is like now if you don't I'm know him. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, for like it. that's Neon Genesis Evangelion. And he uh, he directed a live action like Evangelion short not that yeah. long the ago. The trailer now makes sense because I was like, this is a very dramatic and artsy trailer yeah. for it's a, just for missing a giant like the monster tra- movie. It's just missing right? like the Evangelion music, <laughs> like the the. Yeah, the, the klaxon alarms and the, yeah, attention. yeah, no, 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 Shut up, nerd. <laughs> God, no, but yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. I'm actually a lot more hyped now for that. That's uh, yeah. The trailer is very interesting, and it actually just because like like I it, I noticed it was it's a lot very more classic. High. Very, it's a very classic looking, but it's also very high budget as well. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks like a modern Hollywood movie, which is what they're going for because it's supposed to go up against like the American remake, mm-hmm. and it's um uh it doesn't have that crappy japanese tv drama slash movie low budget look yeah. to it right well i think it's also part of it like like i said i think it's their take their newest take their biggest reboot it's um the 31st in godzilla series movie. yeah that's a lot yeah <laughs> like i mean like none of them are really yeah. like interlinked so much mm-hmm. oh, well some of them are but yeah um generally speaking it's quite ex- like like it, it's quite uh expand in how they're going to take a look at like how, how much their budget's going to be and um the type of actors even though i don't know any of the actors it's, I'm all, sure it's all japanese it's, actors, all, it's a full yeah. japanese cast it's a japanese movie they're yeah. not the only release but again date though is in japan you're gonna yeah. if you want to watch it you're gonna have to get subs yeah um, but again but though, though, like it. that that's how you're it's meant to be watched right and it is yeah. it does have international appeal just because it's obvious from the budget yeah alone right it's it's probably gonna be like one of the more expensive they're gonna japanese do like movies. a essentially like a japanese only release but it's going to be released worldwide as a cult classic type. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it actually looks like a high budget Godzilla movie in, in line with like the American one, and it's it looks like it's gonna be good actually. Yeah. So yeah. It's gonna be good times if you're a nerd and you want to watch big things happen Basically on screen. Basically, all of Marvel's next five years. So <laughs> yeah, they plan it out. They have a they whole have thing. Plan it out. Yeah, same with Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah, it is a very Godzilla. Good time I'm to probably be... gonna take some time off and watch that. Yeah. Like it's gonna yeah. be one of those. I don't. I don't, don't want to watch it when it gets out too too mm-hmm. quickly. But I yeah. do. In the meantime, watch the American one. I do like it. It's it's yeah, a good movie. It's good. Yeah, that's good uh, to know. Yeah. So on that note. Um, that's pretty much the end of our episode. That's everything we wanted to talk about. There's a lot of shit. Uh, we've got more stuff coming up soon as well. Uh, after Expo, we'll be talking more. Um, yep. We want to thank uh, Mithril Wigs again for sponsoring this episode of the OdaFS podcast. Um, so thanks to them. And visit. make sure to visit MithrilWigs.com uh, for all your cosplay wig needs. And visit their booth at OdaFest 2016. Yeah. Oh yeah, OdaFest yeah. 2016. Uh, This is Jay signing off. This is Alexis. See you next time. And this is Alfred. Goodbye.